I never lose, either I win or I learn Those are my only options, to whomever it may concern About to be a hot topic, play with fire you get burned Ain't nobody give me nothing, whatever I got better I earn I never lose but I learn, learn, I either win or I learn, learn Those are my only options, to whomever We learned the hard way, we fucked up, we're not perfect But the lessons we learn in life they make us who we are, and here we are, starting fresh. And we're really excited to share our journey going forward with all of you so that we can hold each other accountable through the weight loss journey. Our journey started back in March of 2020. Actually, if you've listened to our podcast, it actually started well before then. We've been you know, on this weight loss journey pretty much our entire life, but this particular journey or part of our journey started in March of 2020, where together we lost over 150 pounds. But then life hit big time in 2021. Injuries, depression, deciding to sell our home because we needed new space, downsizing with five people and two dogs and a two-bedroom house. And all this stuff started to add up where our whole regimen and routine got out of whack where we were eating trash. Yeah. And so it really affected our mental state, our physical state. Those of you who have been following along on this journey, I know you can see a difference when you look at us, when you see this on YouTube. And that's why we've started this, our journey. That's what we're calling this, our journey, because it's not just us, it's all of us together. And so we have a whole new page on veganstrongandfit.com called Our Journey, where we're going to be talking about every week something that has led us to success or maybe failure that we've learned from within the week to overcome and help us to continue on this. How we're going to do this the right way this time to make sure that we're able to support you, you're able to support us. And be sure to go on and follow us every week at veganstrongandfit.com slash journey. We're in this together. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Strong AF Podcast. I'm Ashley. I'm Yuri. And today we're going to tell you all about how we fucked up. Yeah, we said it. You've seen it, but we said it. Yeah, we... I don't know how the speculation and whatnot. We the viewers and everything and friends, family. We know you see us, you can see the changes in our appearances and everything. We just wanted to finally talk about it. Let you guys in on how we fucked up. Yeah, because one of the biggest things is <laughs> it's easy to sit here and try to deny it like it didn't happen. But you know, it did. And so we just have to really come to terms with that so that we can move on and move forward with our journey and continue our progress. You know, no more pity parties, feeling sorry for ourselves <laughs> and, or any more excuses for our, our weight gain. So we just wanted to speak to you guys and let you know how we fucked up and what we plan on doing. Exactly. So let's get into it. What happened? Well, Let's say this, every single pound that we lost, we gained back and a little more. So 
now we're on this journey to make sure that we address the issues that we've seen as an ongoing pattern that's led us to this issue so that we can actually move forward and create a healthier, consistent lifestyle that we can share with our family. Yeah, because having done this before and lost a ton of weight, we pretty much know what works. And then we also know where we want to make our adjustments, cut back on certain things or stuff like that, where we've pretty much figured it out and came up with the game plan and just let you know what we've got going on. One of the biggest things um, that I have realized about both of us is we're very obsessive. So when we get a goal in mind or something that we like and enjoy, we obsess over it. So losing weight was an obsession. It wasn't just a routine, a healthy routine. It was an obsession. It was, okay, I've been doing this. What all can I add to my workout routine to lose even more? Mm -hmm. What can I eat? What can I do? What can I not eat to lose even more? It doesn't become help. It becomes very unhealthy when you think that way. And, and it can be that obsessive drive can be a really good thing when used um, appropriately, but it can also really impact us negatively. And that's what led to our weight gain because we found restaurants, wonderful vegan restaurants, many of them we've had on here um, that we've been to and love. And we got kind of obsessive with trying new things, which also kind of led to the weight gain. But it can also be a really good thing. I, I do attribute this obsessive drive to the career goals that I've achieved in life. Um, the fact that we have the home that we wanted, the fact that we have the family that we wanted. And so it can be a really great thing, but it can also pull you in the opposite direction if you don't know how to rein that in. And that's something we're working on ourselves. It's like a catch-22. Like when we all, when we first begin, once anybody knows me, I pretty much hate cardio. But over time, losing a ton of weight, I got used to it. Used to just walk, and then I would start jogging, and then started doing 5Ks and 10Ks and six miles a day before 6 o'clock or something like that. I was getting up at 3 o'clock in the morning, it could be rain, rain, sleet, or snow. I was out there getting those miles in because I was so focused and dedicated on competing with myself, continually pushing myself to these new goals. And I would sit there in time and see how many calories I could burn a day on this Apple Watch, if I could double it, if I could come up with a new record and stuff like that. It was just obsessive with everything, with our businesses, with clients, with our kids. That was just my life right there was cardio, weight training, whatever it was. Mm -hmm. I was just locked in on it where I'm like, oh, oh, I got time. I can do this, 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 and this. I can do all this in one day instead <laughs> of taking time to rest and take breaks and focus on me and self-care and my mobility, my stretching and stuff like that was not even a thought. <laughs> well, that's one of the big things that you mentioned there is that we thought we had time to do everything. And I mean, 
those two years, 2020 and 2021, were both really major years for us as far as changes and shifting and risk taking. Um, so COVID hit, right? We're full. Uh, I'm fully working from home. Uh, Yuri's still going in, but I have the kids, uh, school shut down and trying to learn how to balance all that. We also decided to become vegan in March of 2020. Whole new ball game. We had to learn everything, a new cooking style, all this stuff. Um, we decided to get our certifications for fitness and nutrition. That was a whole new change. Uh, we decided to homeschool at the end of 2020. It was like that obsessive behavior in me wanted to do every bit of this perfectly and 100% but you don't have enough time and energy and you know the ability to do everything a hundred percent without some help and you know feeling run down in the end right like you can sustain it for a while but eventually your body's going to wear down you can't continue to sustain that and you have to be able to um provide some boundaries there as far as where can I fit this in? What am I willing to do so that we can grow this gradually? And maybe I don't have to put everything of me into that. Um, one of the biggest things for me is I was teaching two adult classes per week for fitness. I was teaching anywhere from three to seven, I believe, children's classes per week in fitness. And I was also working on my personal fitness. I was doing a really stringent plan because we had our anniversary coming up. I was trying to look good and it was too much. What happened was I ended up having a bulging disc in my lower back that was hitting on a nerve. And it got to the point where I literally fell to the ground and could not get up. I had to call my mom because it was me and three boys at home to come get me because I couldn't get up. I had to literally lift my left leg to move it with my hands because I could not just pick my leg up to walk. It was seriously the most incapacitated I've ever felt in my life. When I went to the emergency room, they wanted me to have um, to go to a back, a back doctor um, and said that I would most likely need surgery <clears throat> on my back. And so I was like, no, I'm, I'm going to do everything I can to not have to do that. Um, so I did end up taking the steroids that I was given because I had to be able to even get to the bathroom, things like that. But instead of going to get surgery, I opted to go to my chiropractor which we've had on the podcast as well. So if you um, want to go back and listen to Dr. John Ashcraft, he's amazing. And he worked wonders on my back. I was on a very strict plan with him to get that back end um, kind of up to uh, very close to where I was prior. And it was just, it was a difficult time for me. It was months that it took for me to, really feel anywhere close to normal. But by the time I was, I had already gotten this depression that had come over me because, 
you know, everything that I was doing, I had to stop. I had to put everything on hold, my fitness classes, everything. I was also going through some very tough times where um, the doctor found on a CT scan that my skull was thicker um, and had to have some tests done on that. Luckily, everything came back good. But um, it, it was a lot of stress during that time. I was very depressed. I stopped working out the way I was because I couldn't. Um, but I also wasn't eating the best and we were selling a home, uh, moving into an apartment while we built our new house and it was just absolutely hectic. And I felt like those excuses that I got created in the beginning, um, I maintained throughout the entire year and kind of came up with more excuses as to why I couldn't get back on track. And it's something that you know, at the time I felt very uh, disappointed in myself and um, I was very hard on myself. But the thing is, like you live and you learn. And if you continue to get down on yourself during those times, it's harder for you to come back and move forward. So when that happens to you and when you do fall off, even if it's for like a year, two years, whatever, like if you fall off, it's never too late to get back on. And that's what we want to show all of our listeners and help because we know that we're not the only ones going through this. I've seen it. I've, I've had friends. I do have friends that have the same issues, the up and down. And so we want to make sure that we're all doing this together and we're supporting you. You're supporting us. Yeah, because like you said, it's we don't want to. We've been down on ourselves enough. Where, like you said, enough is enough. Where you're just depressed. You're stuck in this hole. Where with me, where I was at work and had a freak accident, where I sprained a muscle in my back, where I was doing physical therapy for a couple months and was depressed. I couldn't do much. I didn't really feel like walking. It was just hard to get out of bed sometimes. I was just so down and depressed. It's just like that whole routine, my whole morning routine just got taken away from me. And it's like, I didn't know how to adjust. And mentally, I wasn't prepared to face it. I was just stuck in this deep depression where it's like, you can see it. You can see like, he doesn't really want to talk or something like that, or the kids or wanting to play. And I'm like, man, I can't, I, I may want to, but my back and everything is, it was just down on myself. I'm my biggest critic. So over time, everything just added up. Just like she said, start eating junk, eating crap. And <clears throat> then I would attempt to do something, but it may work for a day or two or something. And, like you said, we didn't have the best circumstances living in this two-bedroom apartment mm-hmm. where we didn't have space to prepare the meals that we were accustomed to eating. So we would fast food, junk food, processed foods, all this stuff that we don't normally eat. That became our life right there. So, you know, we definitely paid the price. Exactly. Uh, We paid the price in uh, money that we spent out on food. We paid the price in our health um, and our mental state and also with our kids because, you know, like 
they see us going through this up and down and we don't want that to happen. We want to be consistent with them and um, be able to get out and do things like we were doing with them and just have a really enjoyable time experience with our kids growing up. And one of the big things is, you know, we just want to be able to live. Yeah, that's why we were talking, I believe it was on vacation for for the holidays and New Year's, but we decided that we wanted to share everything and speak on how we fucked up. And the main thing is what we're going to do about it. Show people the right way to go about weight loss and how to keep your mental health and your wellness involved in it, where it's just not about that number on the scale where we've taken everything we've learned and add in the stuff that we've recently learned and want to focus on that's going to better our health. And we don't want to go about it the same way. Because mm-hmm. I remember back when we started, I was losing. Those numbers were 15, 14 pounds a week. And that was that was a lot of work. But I also got, got so involved, those numbers, those were like chess pieces where I see if, oh, if I can do this, I can, I've lost 15 pounds. I feel like I have more energy. I could add this on top of it where I just kept mounting on more and more, just pushing myself and just want to go about it a healthier way at a slower pace and focus on more of my mental, keep all this intact. And my meditation, my stretching, yoga, and all these mobility things. That way I can prevent any injury or whatever may happen along the way. Yeah, and like you mentioned, like we started coming up with this plan um, while we were on vacation. So right before the new year, um, around Christmas time. And don't like take this for granted because us putting this out here it's not just because we want to like put our weight out there it's that's um a very vulnerable state that we're putting ourselves into um and we kind of like went back and forth about it a little bit because you know no one really wants to like show themselves in their most vulnerable state and put their weight out there and things like that but that's what we've done we started a, a blog post uh, like a whole page that's going to have consistent blogging on there um, about different recipes, fitness things that we find that helps. Or um, And then every month we're going to do a progress report on ourselves to hold ourselves accountable. And we want to see you guys doing this as well with us, whether that's uh, sharing with us on Instagram or Facebook or sending us an email if you don't feel like you know, you want to put that out there for right. everyone. You can definitely send us an email as well to veganstrongandfitgmail.com. Um, we would love to hear your story <clears throat> and help out in any way that we can. We want to be a real support system for each other because, well, first of all, you can see we've come on here in our pajamas if you're on YouTube um, because, again, we're in this vulnerable state, right? So why not just come as we are? No reason to change or try to look a certain way for the camera um the other thing is as you noticed last week we didn't have a podcast episode unfortunately um because our whole family came down with COVID and we're still kind of recovering from that doing much better 
it's still come kind of recovering from that. So that's something else that we've got to work through on this obstacle through this month of, um, of our progress, our, our journey. And so, you know, you'll see that also reflected in the, in the next progress report come February about how we kind of work through this. And so we just want to be there for you guys and have that same support in return um, because really that's what keeps us striving and, and driving. Um, you know, it's, it's wonderful. We love doing this for ourselves, but really to be able to hold everybody accountable, that's what keeps us consistent. Yeah, because us being vulnerable, it may help somebody out there who – is on the same path, but they may not be brave enough or motivated enough to just start. And here we are broadcasting for the world to see and putting ourselves out there. I don't think it's bravery. Maybe it's stupidity. <laughs> but we, we just want to be a shining light for someone. Yeah, because once you go to our website, Vegan Stronger Fit slash Journey, you go on there, you're going to see pictures where, where we are. You see the front pictures, our side view. We're pretty much showing we'll everything. We're showing how we used to look and where we are now. And we just want to be vulnerable. This is this will help hold ourselves accountable and push us even more. And we hope that it does the same for you as well if you're wanting to start or needing to start. We just want you to jump off the porch with us. Get your feet wet. Exactly. So the the first post up there is already there. Um, we've kind of got our story together, which we've gone over tonight. But we also post our individual stories about, you know, how this affected us personally. And also our pictures, our weight, our measurements, because we want to be held accountable for what we're doing going forward and you know again be that support system so go on and check that out at veganstrongandfit.com slash journey and follow along with us every week and of course we'll be back here next week next week we actually have an awesome guest interview to share with you all so as always small changes massive impact